0: Welcome to Your Safe Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele-Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything, and on today's show, we are talking about the power of growth mindset. Happy Sunday, everybody. I'm so excited to bring you this episode. This is one that I have wanted to do for a very long time, and I did actually put up a poll in the Facebook group, and you guys did vote for this one, and you voted for another topic which you tied with this, but um, we're going with this one today, All of the topics that I ever put to you will eventually get done, but I'm very, very excited to bring this one to you. Now, before we get into the show, I want to thank you for the lovely feedback that you guys gave me on the new studio last week. I was so excited to bring you the new audio, the new video, and all of you have been so amazing in the feedback. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot that you appreciate it. It means a lot that you take the time to tell me that. And it just means a lot because obviously you guys know I love this podcast with all my heart. It's like my little baby. and I want to continue to make it better for you. I want to continue to invest into it and I'm able to do that because you keep listening and because you do provide that feedback. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm just feeling really happy. I'm back in here today recording and the vibes are immaculate. So very grateful and very happy. Now we are also coming to the end of another week and it's the start, almost the start of a new month. I can't believe how quickly 2023 is flying by and I am not too sure how I feel feel about it. I feel, I mean, I feel excited because I'm looking forward to March, but February has been a little bit chaotic if I do say so myself. So you guys know the drill. We're going to do the highlights, gratitude and struggle. I'll give you mine. I want you to hold space for yours. I also want you to come into the Facebook group to leave us yours because every Monday I put up a post and I love reading them so much. It gives me a chance to see what's going on in your world. And it also counts as a little journal session for you. So I always say that if you fill out the Monday thread in the Facebook group, you can tick off journaling for the day. Now, I'm going to jump into mine. My highlight is kind of coinciding with the fact that February was just a lot, but Sam, my YouTube editor, is finally back this coming week, and I'm so excited because... Firstly, I've missed her and she's had a great trip. She's gone to Brazil. She went to Argentina. I've been following her stories and like living vicariously through her. But for those of you that don't know, Sam usually edits my YouTube video. So she does the weekly vlog and then the second video that I edit. And obviously in her absence, I have been doing that. And not that it is too much of a workload for me, but it is a lot. And I have just felt very stretched in terms of every spare minute of every day has spent either planning or editing between this, the podcast, my TikTok, it has been a lot. And so I'm looking forward to her coming back. She's back on March 1. And I think on that, I have to make it my struggle too, because it has been a struggle and I try not to be too hard on myself because I still think I've done a good job. I still have gotten all of my content out. I think we only had one YouTube video that was a little bit late. It was a weekly vlog. I'm sorry about that. But I also noticed the rest of my life starting to slip. So things like my gym workouts, things like my sleep, things like seeing my friends, being able to go on dates, all of that really started to struggle just because there wasn't enough hours in the day for me. And so it's okay. I think in certain times of your life, and seasons for different things to take priority. And for me in February, my work took priority and that's okay, but I hope to have a better balance next month as well. And then my gratitude has to be the weather. Obviously I don't want to rely on the weather for my mood, but Melbourne has really been turning it on this week. I am also really sad about the fact that daylight savings will end and that we're going into autumn. And I'm sad to say goodbye to summer, but it has been really good this year. And so I'm super grateful for that. And it just does make me feel happier. And I feel like a better person when the sun is out. So I'll be very grateful while we've still got it. And the other amazing thing that I want to mention, and I'm recording this on Tuesday, so I haven't gone yet, but you guys will have seen this in... Either my vlogs on TikTok or on YouTube, but I'm going to Sydney on Wednesday and I'm going for an exciting event on Thursday. The event is with Dove and they invited me. I was so excited when they did because it's about toxic beauty standards. And I feel like it's very aligned for me, it's very aligned for the content that I put out. You guys would have heard I recently did that podcast on body image and I said yes to go because there's going to be somebody from the Butterfly Foundation there, which I spoke about a lot in that episode. And there's also a researcher there who researches social media and body image. And so I'm very excited to learn some stuff. I'm very excited to give you guys some insight into what I pick up there. And yeah, I'm really grateful that I got invited. So I will let you know how that goes in an upcoming episode. And so on that, I think we can finally get into today's show. Today's show will run like this. I'm going to explain to you what growth mindset is. I'm going to explain to you the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. I'm going to explain how to know if you actually have a growth mindset already and then why I love channeling a growth mindset and my top tips for channeling a growth mindset. So again, thank you for voting for this episode. I am so thrilled to do it. There are actually, I think, six or seven parts to this. And today's episode will be focused solely on growth and fixed mindset. But there are so many other types of mindsets that I will want to talk about. And I will poll you guys when the time is right. I think it's just cool. So this is going to be like part one of six, I think. But Let me explain what growth mindset is. So as always, we like to start with a definition. A growth mindset is a belief that our basic abilities can be developed and improved through our effort. And I want to read you a quote, which I think captures it better. This quote is actually from a psychologist. Her name is Carol Dweck. I've spoken about her before because some of her research has been put into some other episodes, but her quote is this. It is knowing that the view you adopt for yourself profoundly affects the way you lead your life, which means that we all have the potential for change. And I just think that is so beautiful and so true. I also think that growth mindset is not like a magical belief. And I think without it, what happens is it can keep you stuck or feeling stuck, when you do challenge it, it can also help you achieve your long-term goals. It can help you navigate hardships. It can help you navigate change in absolutely every area of your life. Now, I did just mention a fixed mindset and that is because the growth mindset contrasts with a fixed mindset. So can't have one without the other and you almost need to know what both of them are. And like all things that I explain on this podcast, it's almost like It exists on a spectrum. So I feel like at one end, you've got the growth mindset. On the other, you have the fixed mindset. And if you're down here, that's okay. (laughs) As I always say, we all start somewhere. Hopefully, by the end of the episode, I can give you some tips to be more up on this way. But I'm going to explain to you what a fixed mindset is. A fixed mindset is the limiting belief that our skills, ability, and knowledge is set. So in other words, it is the mindset that you either have what it takes to succeed or you don't. Now, I'm going to give you some examples of each of them because it makes it a little bit easier to understand. And while I'm reading them out, I want you to just listen to them and see how it feels in your body. You might read some of them and think, oh my God, that's me. Like, I feel seen. Or you might hear some of them and think, oh, that doesn't sound like me, but I would like to be there. That's a good thing too. As I mentioned before, you can move between the two mindsets or from one side to the other. And I'm going to start with the growth mindset first. So if you have a growth mindset, you will be someone who embraces challenges. You will embrace change. You will learn from feedback. You will learn from challenges. You will believe that your intelligence is always developing. When you have a setback, you persist or try a different path. You are inspired by others when they succeed. You can take a lesson from failure. You can allow for your mistakes. You understand that some things take time and hard work and you are always open to keep learning and you always know that you are evolving. And then we have a fixed mindset. So if you are someone with a fixed mindset, you might have a tendency to avoid challenges or resist change. You might struggle with receiving feedback and criticism and sometimes ignore it or reject it. You believe that your intelligence is fixed. When you have a setback, that setback is huge for you and you almost have a tendency to completely give up. When you fail at something, you believe you are a failure. You are threatened by the success of others. You fear mistakes. You think you will never improve. And you may have the thoughts, why should I bother? Or I'm not good at anything. As always, guys, no judgment when you hear me read those out. If you are resonating with the fixed mindset, that is okay. I feel like for some of us, it might be a default thought or it might be a default pattern. The good thing is that like anything, you can work on it if you want to. And I even think another level of awareness is there have been times in my life, especially after like a hardship or after I fail at something or after something goes shit, right? Where I'm just like, well, I lean into that fixed mindset first before I then try to channel that growth mindset. And I want to say that because I never want to come on this podcast and preach toxic positivity. No, it is another tool in the toolkit for us to navigate life. And if you feel uncomfortable feelings or if you feel heavy things or if you're going through something shit, allow that to be felt, allow that to exist, and then try moving to something like a growth mindset. And the reason that I want you to to try to do that is because when we integrate something like this, there are heaps of benefits, and I'm going to tell you what some of these are. The first benefit is that you will be open to learning new things in every aspect of your life. And there's this saying that I try to live my life by and carry it with me wherever I go, and it is the saying to remain teachable. And there's this other quote that's like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I genuinely believe that. There are so many examples in my life and I hope to have more examples as I grow and age, but I don't ever want to know everything. I'm always open to learning something new. You never know who you might cross paths with. You never know what stories they might have to offer to you. And I think that's a beautiful way to navigate through life as well. You will find that you also become more motivated to work towards your goals because when you believe that you can achieve them, you are actually more likely to achieve them. And that's backed by science. Your self-esteem will improve, your self-concept improves, and your confidence improves. And this is across every area of your life, work, relationships, family, friendships, everything. You also become more present because you are living in the moment. And that helps you do that thing I talk about, living the life that feels good, living a life that makes sense for you. For me, I have found that it has helped me through some of the worst hardships that I've been through, whether it's been in a work setting or in a relationship or any other element, some of the more difficult things I've navigated with the help of having that growth mindset. And so I'm going to give you guys my top tips on how you can channel it. I know that was a lot of information. These tips are practical. I don't know if you want to grab a journal or if you want to pause it and come back and come and write these tips down. I'd also love you to come into the group if you are somebody who already practices this and you have other tips that I don't cover. I'm going to give you 10 There's way more tips to this and I would love to know how you guys channel it if you are already someone that does and come in and let us know that. So the first tip is to accept your imperfections and we should be doing this anyway, but all those little flaws, all the things that make us weird, that is what makes us special. And I always say this, but as humans, we are never going to be perfect We are always going to have flaws. We are always going to have things different about us. But that is what makes us special. And that's what I love about us. These are the things that make us us. And there's another quote that I absolutely love. It is, no one is you and that is your power. And that is so true. (laughs) There's no other words for it. It is so true. That is the energy that we want to channel. Tip number two is to choose self-compassion instead of negative self-talk. I know it can be hard, especially if your default thought or your default self-talk is negative. I know because I have been there. I know because I have done a lot of work to not talk to myself in that way and to talk to myself with kindness. But when we speak negatively to ourselves even subconsciously, even without knowing, it does impact our behavior. It impacts our actions. It impacts how we show up for everybody and it impacts our decisions. But reprogramming this and choosing self-compassion seriously helps. And I'll give you a really good example. So last week I had a little bit of a mistake and I even had this on video because I was vlogging at the time for YouTube, but I had to do something for my accountant and I didn't do it. (laughs) And I had said, I'm such a fucking idiot because I thought I did it and I didn't. And then I had to correct myself and I was like, no, I'm not speaking to myself like that. I missed it and I'm going to do it another time. And that's how I kind of left it because again, sometimes I still slip into that. I'm not perfect. I don't think I talk to myself like an angel at all times. There are definitely times when I get frustrated with myself, but that is an example of when I felt that critique or when I felt that negative mindset. And when I self-corrected and then chose a different thought instead. And so when you feel disappointed with yourself or when you feel angry with yourself or when you feel like you fucked up or you made a mistake, tell yourself that you are doing your best. Tell yourself that you are doing enough. Your best is actually always enough. And that is all that you can genuinely ask from yourself. And doing that over time will lead you to getting better at it as well. So as I said, I have felt myself move and it's been a work in progress. I'm not perfect still, but I have definitely seen a huge difference from when I first became aware of my self talk to now, and that change is possible too. This is my favorite tip. Tip number three is enjoy the journey. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, it's probably because I'm getting older, but it doesn't matter what you are working on whether you are working on yourself, whether you are working on your relationship, whether you are working on your career whether you are working on a friendship, whether whatever you are working on. Yes, what you are working on is important. The end result can be motivation or can be the driver behind why you do something, but enjoying the process while you're on the way is everything. The reason I say this is because I really believe that you have to try and enjoy where you are now while you are working towards where you want to be. Appreciate what you have now. Appreciate where you're at while you're working towards where you want to go. And it also means accepting that when you try new things or when you try something for the first time and you're not immediately good at it, it doesn't mean that you're not smart and it doesn't mean that you're not capable and it doesn't mean that you can't do it. There is beauty in trying new things and... It is almost learning to be uncomfortable in the journey as well, learning to be uncomfortable when you are doing something for the first time. And I'll give you another example, a very practical one. Some of you may have followed me when I was in my powerlifting era. I don't know if you did. If you did, thank you for being here for, for all that time. But when I first started at the gym training to do powerlifting, I sucked at it of course I sucked at it because I was learning a new skill that I had never learnt before. I was doing something that I had never done before. And sure enough, over time, I slowly got better. Each week I completed my program and I slowly worked towards my end goal. And to this day, I still exercise. I'm not a power lifter anymore. I do still love the weights, but I learned how to just enjoy the journey and enjoy the path that I was on and accept that I was going to suck at it for a little while. That is also the beauty in enjoying the process too. My next tip is to use self-comparison and not social comparison. Now, if you guys go back, I did an episode on comparison. I cannot for the life of me remember what number it is, but it is one of the earlier episodes and in that I speak about how it is so normal for us to compare. It's a very human reaction for us to compare. It's a very human response. But what advice I give and what advice I would give again is you need to compare yourself to you and not others. You can benchmark yourself against a previous version of you. You can benchmark yourself against previous results that you've delivered. But Competing with others leaves you in that space for, again, negative self-talk or feeling not worthy or feeling like you're not enough. So a reminder just to compete with you, compete with the previous version of you and focus on the fact that if you are taking one step every day in the right direction towards your goals, or as I always say, 1% every day adds up, that will get you further and that will compound over time. And the only person that you are competing with is you. So keeping a focus on that. And when you are comparing to others or you find yourself comparing to others, again, catching yourself on that and saying, I don't need to do this. I only need to focus on me. I don't need to worry about what everyone else is doing. I just need to worry about what I'm doing. And then tip number five, this is kind of linked to tip number four, but it is realizing that the only approval you need is your own. I say this because when we rely on approval from others, it leaves us in a very unhealthy space because we're chasing this feeling of acceptance from other people. We're relying on an external thing or person to feel good about ourselves, which I don't like to do that. You you guys know, I always tell you, you already have what you need within. We already have what we need within. And the only approval you truly, truly need is your own. Now, I always talk about how we do need connection and so I want to balance this by saying there are people in your life whose approval matters or whose approval I still think is important and I'm talking about maybe the closest people to you, whether that's your closest friends, your closest family, your partner. It's nice to have their support, yes, and it's nice to bounce ideas off them and it's nice to see what their opinion is, but you are the one who goes to bed at night with your thoughts. (sighs) You are the one living with your decisions. You are the one in your job, in your relationship. So it is really important that you are just impressing yourself and doing the things that you really want to do and that feel good for you. Again, it's okay to have some guidance from those closest to you, but knowing that at the end of the day, that main decision or that main person that you are approving of is yourself and keeping that in mind the next time you're relying on somebody else to give you that approval. Tip number six is accepting that you will make mistakes. Now, I spoke about making mistakes and forgiveness in an AMA episode, and I want to do another episode on forgiveness because I think a big element of forgiveness is forgiveness of ourselves, and it is realizing that as humans, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to make them. I will make more mistakes in my lifetime. Hopefully none big enough that I get canceled. (laughs) But I will make them, you will make them. I've made so many mistakes in my life, but I like to think in the grand scheme of things, if we think about our life as like a very long line, and you even think about all the moments you made a mistake, they're tiny little blimps. They're like tiny little dots. You're not defined by your mistakes, but they are also part of the story. They are part of the picture. They are part of being human. And my advice here is give yourself grace. Make sure that when you are making a mistake, you learn from them. But just make sure that you accept that you will. Because I think as humans, we have a tendency to be really hard on ourselves when we make a mistake or when we fuck up. And it's like, we're just living, we're trying our best. Again, going back to that self-compassion. I love how all the tips are interconnected. But accepting that you will make mistakes in this lifetime and knowing that you can learn from them and that that will be okay. My tip number seven is take calculated risks and take challenges head on. I always get asked by you guys, how do I know I'm making the right decision? How do you know, Adele, that you're making the right decision? And I'll tell you guys a secret. I fucking don't know that I'm making the right decisions. (laughs) I try to make a calculated decision. I weigh up the pros and the cons. I weigh up my experience. I weigh up everything that's on the line. And then I make a call because for me, I think to myself, it is worse if i don't try i would rather try and take that risk than not take that risk and then regret it for me regret is a worse feeling and i don't want to i don't want to live a life where i feel regret but it is being Able to try something new, be willing to try something new, be willing to take a risk, be willing to suck at something the first time that you try it out, or be willing to have those uncomfortable conversations or to make those hard decisions. I also love looking at challenges as an opportunity because for me, if I think back to every single challenge I've lived through, it has been a chance for me to like practice my skills that I've learned from the last challenge that I lived through. And that's the other thing as well. If you look back at all the times you made it through a shit time, you made it through a shit time. So you have seen that challenges in the past have still led you to where you are now. And I think challenges for me are an opportunity and challenges are something that I would try to like face head on and not run away from. And that would also be the rest of that tip as well. And that ties into tip number eight, which is to look at failure as learning. Again, I spoke about failure as well in an Ask Me Anything, but failure is not final failure does not have to be this scary thing. It does not mean that you suck. It does not mean that you're a failure at everything. Just because you fail at one thing doesn't mean you're a failure in every single other element of your life. No, failure for me builds resilience and failure for me means learning. I don't even really like the word fail because, well, I mean, I failed at lots of stuff in my life. I failed at many things. I failed subjects at school. I failed maths. I dropped out of maths in year 10. I didn't do maths in VCA because maths, not, not my strong suit. I also failed a subject at uni. For those of you playing along, I did go to uni. I studied business and marketing. One of the subjects was microeconomics. Again, numbers. Can we see the theme? Accountant, maths, microeconomics not my strong point, but I failed a subject there. I've, you could probably say I've even failed in my past relationships. Although again, I would like to say that I learned instead of failing and I call them lessons. I use these lessons to move forward and I use these lessons to do better the next time. And one of the examples, when I failed microeconomics, I failed that in my first year of uni and I took it so personally. I think I was 19 at the time. I was like, fuck, like I'm an idiot." how could I do this? I failed by a lot. It wasn't even like, oh, I just failed by a little bit. I failed by a lot. And I was so hard on myself. And I wish that I could go back and just hug that version of me who tried but had no fucking idea. And I ended up getting a tutor for it the second time around and I ended up passing and so eventually I got there at the time I definitely don't think I had a growth mindset I would say I had a fixed mindset but I eventually got there in the end and so looking at all the times that you've failed and then seeing how you've then made it through and using that the next time that you face failure and then my tip number nine we're nearly there guys is be able to accept criticism now this is different from approval. I'm talking about the times where you may have a partner, a boss, a friend, someone give you feedback. And I know for a lot of us, me included, our default is to become a little bit defensive when we get feedback or criticism. I know for me, especially in my corporate jobs, and it took me a while to unlearn this, but I used to take it quite personally. I used to take it as a personal attack. But what shifted for me is when I tried to take that feedback with an open mind and I think there's another element as well that I have to mention because obviously doing my job, being in social media. Now I have the other extreme where I have so many opinions on me at all times. So I guess I I protect my peace in choosing who I take criticism from. Again, a a bit like the approval, having those people closest to you that you know may be able to give you feedback or may be able to give you criticism without actually attacking you as a person. And so when you are receiving that feedback in your life or in the situations that you're in, looking at it as a chance to grow looking at it as a chance to learn, looking at it as a chance to evolve and step up instead of becoming defensive and shutting down and being open to it. And again, that kind of like leans into that tip about, you know, everything is a learning curve or or taking the learning in every lesson. And then my last tip is to vibe when it comes to change. And I will do an upcoming episode of change. I did put it in as one of the options to get voted into because I think change is a very interesting topic and I think change is like one of the things that is always guaranteed in life and if you look back in your life and when I look back in my life there has been a lot of change we're always changing we're always growing we're always evolving if you look at the world around us the world we're living in now has changed a lot over the years and things evolve every single day and we will change as well as we age and when you refuse to change you get left behind and I personally think change can be very scary to navigate. There's this thing called the change curve, which I will tell you guys about in that upcoming episode. But come into the Facebook group and let me know if you do want that. But that change curve really helps you move through it and really helps you understand how to navigate it in a way that feels better. And to wrap the episode... I'm going to give you guys some affirmations because I want you to use these. You can practice them in the morning. You can journal them out. You can even put them somewhere you see them. There's just a couple of them. And some of you might even want to use these as like a way to replace that negative self-talk. But these are really nice and I love them. So the first one is I can be myself without trying to prove myself. The second one, I accept my humanness and imperfections. I love this one so much. It is unrealistic for me to expect to be accepted and approved by everyone, as I do not accept and approve of everyone either. So true. It may be scary to fail, but I will still take the chance. Failure teaches me for next time. It doesn't mean that I am a failure. So I want you guys to try those out and see how you go. I also want you, as I said, to come into the group. Let me know if you have any other tips. As I mentioned at the start of the show, there are going to be times in your life where things are difficult, things are hard, things are uncomfortable. That is okay. This, again, very similar to even the episode I did on like manifesting or the lucky girl syndrome. It's not energy, I think you have to sit in 24 seven. I'm not sitting here saying you have to be happy 24 seven or learn from all the bad things. Like, no, I'm just saying it's one thing that you can lean on if you need it when you are in that time of distress. And obviously if you are seriously struggling with your mental health or you need help, please check the show notes because there are resources as well but I think we can wrap the show there. So thank you for joining me. If you have enjoyed this episode, please come and let me know. Let me know in the Facebook group. Let me know in the reviews. You can leave me a review on Apple. Or you can leave me a review on Spotify. If you haven't, please do that. It means a lot with podcasting. I have learned there is no algorithm. You guys have heard me say that a million times. So things like reviews, things like sharing on your Instagram story when you're listening go a long, long way. And I appreciate it. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great week ahead. I hope that something good happens to you. I hope that you do something nice for yourself. I will see you next time, guys. Bye.